0: Hey, Rachel.
1: Hey, Brian.
0: So how was your week?
1: Well, I mean, it was terrible. But before we begin, there's just somebody who I'd like to extend my well wishes, my wellest of well wishes to. Oh, someone's sick,
0: someone I'm, sick? Yeah, I'm
1: sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, this, this person is in the news right now. Um, child sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell.
0: Oh, she, she needs our well wishes, our she thoughts and She needs
1: all of the well wishes. <laughs> So, um, no, absolutely not. I, I hope she's sent to a maximum security prison for violent men and passed around as a sex slave, <laughs> um, which is what she deserves. But um, hey, no, <laughs> Donald <this> is- Trump <laughs> wished her well wishes yesterday. This so, is nope. <laughs> the podcast where we shut it down is no my son is no my number is no mm. you need to let it go mm. you need to let it go mm. need to let
0: it go okay well i think it was very kind of you to extend your warm well wishes uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> who among us has not wished a child sex trafficker well from the podium of the white house <laughs>
0: From the Resolute Desk. It's a wonderful desk.
1: (laughs) The best (laughs) desk. A beautiful desk.
0: I resolve to wish well to all the child sex traffickers out there.
1: But do you know who else he's wished well? Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, and not to be outdone, Kim Jong-un. remember Kim Jong-un was like missing in action? And he was like, I wish him well. Um, Julian's in great
0: company. She's
1: in great company. And if Jeffrey Epstein were still alive, I'm sure he'd be wishing him well too. Um, So it's just disgusting. What a week. What a fucking week. Awful.
0: Well, luckily we're here for you.
1: We are here. <laughs> We're back.
0: Okay. How was the week otherwise, Rach?
1: Um, So it was interesting. Um, Josh and I went back to the city for the first time in over four months. And the
0: L.I. city.
1: The Long Island city. Yes, we went for one night only, Saturday night. <laughs> and uh, we left uh, Coco and A.J. with my parents here. And um, it was weird, you know. We left in March before everyone was wearing masks and now obviously everyone's wearing them. So it felt like, Really dystopian, you know. And we we saw our friends Megan and Tom, and we had a socially distant dinner on the roof, which was really nice. Um, but things are really flying off the rails in the city, and I was unable to fully appreciate it until I was there. Um, the center cannot hold. Uh, people people are driving cars on the grass in the in the local park. They're setting off fireworks everywhere. Nobody's doing anything about it. There are police officers stationed outside of the precinct about a block from our apartment but it seems like they're only there to protect their own building and there are people who were blasting music all night long and we could hear it from our 11th floor apartment which um by the way feels so small after living this <laughs> long in that. house. <laughs> that's what it's like
0: people who move to new york city like they want to live the glamorous life of the city and then they realize they have to live in a shoebox
1: i know it's it's uh it was i mean listen all in all it was a nice visit but uh we were happy i hear music all the the time
0: too like my back window here where i am there's like not an alley but like a little courtyard and across the street the window i never hear anything and suddenly like over the last few nights i've been hearing this like throbbing caribbean music it was and I'm like,
1: like a club it was like dun, 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 yeah i'm like, like what is there like life. an
0: orgy on the roof or something but no, i yes. look out across the street and there's these three nice young women who are like hanging out smoking a cigarette on the window and they've got a boom box and like that is not acceptable we're this is a family-friendly neighborhood <laughs>
1: doesn't mariah Carey live across the street maybe she it was does. Her. the other
0: church ter- the other side okay. the other direction <laughs> she would never tolerate Caribbean orgies <laughs> unless they're in her apartment um yes. so i I've, I'm having an interesting transition back into normalcy as well I finally yes, tell me um yeah some friends and I have been meeting outdoors uh at bars and restaurants and uh, we have some drinks and uh we have dinner and um the the most distressing trend in all of society now, uh, is that we are all being forced to eat out of boxes. Have you have you experienced this? Like these brown I, mean,
1: I haven't been to a restaurant in like twenty years. <laughs> okay. But the idea of eating out of a box is horrifying. Right, and it's, this is it's like fine not dining. Not even going. Like yeah.
0: I got soft shell crabs, and they're sitting at the bottom of this box. You like can't get your fork and knife in. It's uh, it's barbaric. And then like we had chips and guac, and having chips in a box is fine, but having guac in a box, there's a reason they put a guac in a bowl or in some sort of plastic. I thing. keep
1: thinking of that song, "Dick in <laughs> got, a Box."
0: I know I got <laughs> guac in a box, right? I'm like, just but, give like, me. why? Because what
1: about a bowl what about a bowl just give me a plastic bowl bowl or a paper plate i'll
0: sign a release i don't care (laughs) and then you know some of them do they won't give you a menu there's like a qr code uh, on the table and to see the menu. And uh, I'm pretty techniclo- technologically literate, but I'm sitting there like a grandma, like trying to figure out how to get the QR code to make the menu. No, QR
1: codes are like fax machines. <laughs> they like, really
0: are. It's like a telex. I, like, I can't figure it no, out.
1: No, <laughs> it's absolutely not. Between the boxes and the QR codes. And not, then sometimes no, you have to nope.
0: order. Sometimes you have to order on the thing, and then they just come and bring you the food. So it's like it's like ordering at mcdonald's it's terrible so i don't know I, I say maybe just wait until we can actually do this restaurant thing right like i don't know this is like a bridge too far the boxes and the qr codes like
1: it's not worth it it's, it's not worth just it cook at home
0: yeah okay well that's what happened to me this week i ate out of a box very exciting
1: <laughs> <laughs> i went to my apartment and you ate out of a box is welcome,
0: big news. <laughs> welcome to our lives. Okay. So um let's do some nopes. Uh, I'm going to start off with yes. the nope. So, you okay. know, we haven't been talking about politics a, a whole lot we used to. That used to be the main theme. Now we do it less just cuz it's everywhere. Like, you know, it's in the it's,
1: Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, it's yeah, like
0: But but I was uh shaken to my core i was awoken awoken awakened from my lull so i always i shouldn't do this it's like doom scrolling i just always have cnn msnbc on in the background and i just lay there in a zombie state playing candy crush on my ipad and like letting ari Melbourne talk to me in the background Um and then i heard this one uh ad and it was so jarring, it was a political ad, and not because of how persuasive it was, but because of how repulsive it was. And of but course-
1: But it was on MSNBC? It yeah, was like yeah, actual- and
0: on CNN, it's ev- they're making ad buys everywhere. Okay. So um, uh, you hear it before I even looked at it, so I heard it a few times. And um, uh, here's, here's what it is. So it starts with a, like a darkened home office in the middle of the night. Uh, and there's like a phone and an old computer and all you hear is like a ringing and then there's someone on the other line and it says you have reached the 911 police emergency line which is not a thing Mm -hmm. due to defunding of the police department i'm sorry no one is here to take your call if you're calling to report a rape please press one to report a murder press two to report a home invasion press three for all other crimes, leave your name and number and someone will get back to you. Our estimated wait time is five days. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Donald- what about treason? <laughs> Do they call you back?
0: <laughs> I'm Donald J. Trump and I approve this message. Um, and the visuals underneath it, it looks like the purge. It's like, and these could not, it's like when, when Trump claimed he saw like Arab cel- Palestinians celebrating on 9-11 and he didn't. It's like it's like stock footage of like fire raging like looters with axes, but it's it's clearly from like Syria or something. It's not right. even It's, it's not like from even like here.
1: Belgrade. It's like. <laughs> like
0: in 1995. It's like Srebrenica. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I have so many questions about this ad. So first of all, the the things they choose to list as the signature crimes that they cannot respond to are rape, murder, and home invasion. Um, so these are like classic racist, like white suburban tropes, like the the black man is coming to rape your wife and to invade your home. So it's it's not even a. a it's a all dog to inspire whistle.
1: fear <laughs> among right, racist right. suburban right. white people. Yeah. But
0: then it's so weird to start with. I mean, he's the rapist and cheap. Like, if you got raped, he probably thinks it's because you must be hot, and probably that press one goes straight to his cell phone because he wants to talk to you. Like yes
1: and like i mean if you got raped the trump administration is not who you want to call. <laughs> call, call and also i mean i have i have a more basic issue like why would 911 not be functioning <laughs> The police department didn't exist. It's a separate entity. It's, like inter- it's
0: interdepartmental. It could be for a fire. No one's saying defund the fire department <laughs> or the ambulance. Like,
1: right. Uh,
0: if I've fallen having-
1: and I can't get up. Sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You have called the police hotline. <laughs>
1: fine Right. Well,
0: it's a fundamental misunderstanding of the way society works like everything else that man says. But, um, you know, I remember, do you remember like way back in like the 1988 election, you were probably too young, but like the Willie Horton ads, the scariest thing that could happen would be, I mean, it was despicable even then, was that like a black man would be released on parole um, and go on and commit another crime. Or like the biggest crime was like flag burning. Like now it's like, rape murder home invasion no police it's like ridiculous oh and then the the visual at the very end says you won't be safe in joe biden's america um look they they're they're explicit they tell it like it is
1: okay well i mean all i know is this is uh, it's it's bullshit I can't even believe they're running these ads on on other networks I know they have to by law but like these ads do they have to you know, by law
0: I thought just by putting on MSNBC they're just trolling trolling us
1: don't they have to doesn't MSNBC have to take their oh ads? they have to
0: take the ad but the question is yeah. why are they bothering to advertise on MSNBC and it's got be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although what's that what's the the awesome uh Republican anti-Trump organization that makes those viral videos
1: The Lincoln Project? Yeah,
0: I saw an uh, interview with that guy, and he says they specifically buy on Fox because they know Trump will see it and they're trying to psych him out.
1: Well, that works. That, that works. works. Go do yeah. it.
0: Go buy more. Go buy more. Yeah, no,
1: they're great and they always have like a female narrator whispering about Trump and it's like <laughs> there's nothing that triggers him more than like a, a whispering woman female. whispering you... <laughs> insults about him. It's great. It's like they've gotten into his head. It's it's really it's good. It's like the
0: ultimate it's the ultimate paranoia. It's like what's worse than a man whispering about you? A woman whispering <laughs> about How dare Dare you whisper. That's a man's activity. (laughs) It's like
1: 911, a (laughs) woman's whispering about me. (laughs)
0: The wait time is five days. Nope, shut this down. Okay, Give it up. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, look. Okay. you We we put some politics in there, but you, we know you can get that elsewhere. That's not why you listen to Nope. Figured. Fuck that. Let's talk about. Let's
1: talk about the real the real shit that's going on. Which Rachel is.
0: World. What What's the first one there?
1: <laughs> well, so there's a fish. What <laughs> <laughs> you
0: should mention. Well, I have this today here. There's a fish with luscious human lips and teeth, and it is perplexing and arousing social media. That's what the headline says that you shared with me. I don't know anything else other than the headline. Fish with luscious human lips and teeth perplexes arouses social media.
1: Okay. Rachel, do tell. Um- Okay, so I I don't really know what to say about this, except that there was a fish (laughs) that was caught in Malaysia, and it has (laughs) luscious lips.
0: We just lost half our audience. I mean, people do like it when we break and laugh. But normally I, I can normally I can edit out the like worst of it. But this is like a, <laughs> we're doing Zoom recordings now, and it's much harder. So you're gonna have to live with bear with us. You're gonna have to live okay. with it. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So there's a photograph of this fish, and it uh, went viral on online. Um, there was an article about it in the New York Post. Um, there was an article in the Daily Mirror. The whole world has gone insane about this beautiful fish. Um, they say that the fish in in the in the post they said that. The fish was sporting quote sultry soup coolers end quote. What's a that soup are- cooler? <laughs> That's the thing. Don't you love the post creativity when it comes to language? Like never. lip. I've never heard of lips being called soup coolers, but I guess what, they what are. What is a
0: soup cooler? Well, like a- you, to keep you your blow, soup cool?
1: You blow on the soup, so it's like
0: oh, you know, I yeah, thought it was like a thermos. Cooler. I thought it was like to keep your beer cold. It's like a cozy. now.
1: No, no. Okay. So I love it. Um. Anyway, remember Hot Lips on Mash?
0: Hot Lips Houlihan played by Loretta Swit. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. I think this fish can play her in the aquatic reenactment, and (laughs) and a lobster can play Alan Alda, (laughs) his surgeon character.
0: And this could be at the bottom of the sea, right? Yes. I love it. What a (laughs) reboot.
1: Anyway, so the lips were so human that um, all these people were using Photoshop and giving the the fish eyelashes and you know doing like makeup tutorials on the fish. But it was real. It was it was actually a real fish. People thought it was like a, a fake thing. But is the, it but a the species
0: reason- that just looks like this, or was it like a deformed version? Was it like a birth defect?
1: No, no. I, I so like the reason why all these people were so like aroused and triggered. By this fish is because the fish is actually called a trigger fish according to uh, National Geographic and it inhabits tropical seas around the globe and it uses its human like teeth to crunch crabs and sea urchins. Um, so it's kind of like triggerfish are just like us. Who doesn't love <laughs> the soft underbelly of a sea urchin? Or a crab. I mean, do, they,
0: do they have to eat it out of a box? Because I was eating <laughs> crabs out of a box.
1: They and, don't. They just use their luscious lips and their human teeth. If I, to- if
0: I had luscious lips, I could have like <laughs> eaten like out of a trough. <laughs> just I know. Stuck I know. my snout in there. No.
1: I know. And I don't know what the bigger meaning of this, but I was thinking about it all in the context of um, Mark Zuckerberg, Surfing in Hawaii, you know, there was that photo of him, and he's wearing white face. Yes, (laughs) he looked like a mime on a surfboard. But all anybody could talk about was his ass. They were saying like he has this very like kardashian round apple bottom type ass really? yes and it seems like i i mean thinking about this fish and thinking about him we're so starved for contact and we're so under aroused that we are excited by sea creatures and mark zuckerberg <laughs> okay um, you know
0: it's hit rock bottom when we're talking about fish lips and <laughs> mark zuckerberg's ass
1: I know, <laughs> all, I know i'm all
0: for sexualizing anyone frankly any hot tech mogul I'll I'll admire their ass. Mark Zuckerberg. I have never thought about his ass. No, I know, anything. but
1: that's exactly this is my point. You are he's the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, <laughs> which is
1: that we are all losing our minds, and this is like the life aquatic. This is my unified theory of ocean oceanography.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're our finest living oceanographer. Nope, nope,
1: no, nope. absolutely okay. not. Shut okay, shut this down. What's okay, next? So- yeah. Okay, so um, anybody who has gone to Disney World knows that there's no better way to travel around Disney World than walking around with one giant smoked turkey leg in one hand and one giant smoked turkey leg in the other hand and stuffing your face as you go from Space Mountain to Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, just pause. Oh, you
0: often make fun of me for my transitions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <In> that <laughs> transition. <laughs> Was it was, <laughs> it was abrupt. It was abrupt. Was...
0: worthy. Speaking of Mark Zuckerberg's ass, who among us has not walked around Disney World eating turkey legs in both hands?
1: I don't even care <laughs> about transitions anymore. You're supposed to like think about the audience and deliver some sort of. Oh, smooth, we stopped thinking about
0: the audience a long time ago.
1: Smooth transition from one topic to another. No, they don't care. They like they, they like being jarred and. Okay, go ahead, Jara. So, turkey
0: legs at Disney World.
1: So, that's normally the best way to travel around Disney World, but no, we cannot have nice things. So, Disney World announced this week that, um, you know, it's reopening and that they are banning eating and drinking while walking in order to promote the wearing of face masks. And so to be clear, you can eat at Disney World and you can walk and you can drink, <laughs> but you cannot do those things at the same time.
0: What's the point of going then?
1: Exactly. And and I mean I think the bigger issue is uh, why is Disney World even reopening in the first place? They're in Florida, coronavirus cases are skyrocketing. The state has the most cases in the entire country in the last 30 days. And if you're gonna open, just go whole hog, right? Yeah, go, go whole, whole turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> Like what's the difference if no people half are measures. walking around outside? No, if people are walking around outside and eating, it's not gonna transmit the coronavirus. People can walk and eat at the same time. And I would even argue <laughs> That those who can walk and eat at the same time should be celebrated, not punished.
0: <laughs> you feel very strongly about this. You're really worked up about this. Well, because you can
1: multitask. Parents need to be on the move, you here's know? Here's a policy
0: like, question. Can you bring, can you eat a turkey leg on a roller coaster? Because you would think that the, the, no, the velocity, no, that's... that's a bridge too far.
1: No, that's just, that doesn't make any sense. No, you're not allowed to bring food onto the the amusement. You're
0: just making these rules up. Like who (laughs) who declared you queen of Disney World?
1: I'm the expert on this topic. I did four (laughs) minutes of research. I know exactly (laughs) all of the rules and regulations. And um, I don't know. I mean, I think the whole point is that if you're going to Disney World right now, you really need to get your head examined. This is not the time to go, whether you're going to eat or not
0: amen sister nope nope
1: nope okay. absolutely not <laughs> okay, <shut laughs> and <that> then down. <laughs> so i'm just gonna go right into my next transition without
0: <laughs> speaking of turkey legs and other things people ate at eat at renaissance fairs <laughs> at
1: renaissance fairs yes it took 500 years but we know <laughs> now how raphael died
0: I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know that I didn't know how Raphael died. I assumed it was in a normal manner.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, he had this (laughs) reputation for having wild sex and it has fueled myths for the last 500 years that he died of syphilis. But now we know that he likely had a pulmonary disease that was not unlike the coronavirus, according to an article that appeared in Internal and in Emergency Medicine, a journal published by the Italian Society of Internal Medicine.
0: Well, I believe so, them. That's right. That's my primary news source. They, they know what's up. I read it. It's my first read every day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's it's a good read. So Raphael, um, his illness was wrongly identified by physicians and they treated him by bloodletting with leeches because what happened was they thought that he had this wild night of passion and the doctors felt that he needed, that he had overheated and he needed to cool down. And so they, they it's a took common, his a common blood. cause
0: of death after a night of hot sex. <laughs> yes. Being too hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: That's why he had a fever He was just too hot <laughs> From all of the sex And so so they um, quote Imprudently bled him But my question is this Can you prudently bleed anybody? Has that medical su- practice Ever been used to Positive effect anywhere? I am surprised
0: that Donald Trump has not suggested That as a cure for coronavirus Given that he's already suggested the uh, putting Clorox in your veins and so forth. It seems just as reasonable.
1: No, I know. It's it's really it's crazy because he had this, you know, Raphael had this coronavirus type lung illness. And it's really relevant because at least at the start of this pandemic, just like in 16th century Italy, doctors were flying blind and prescribing things like hydroxychloroquine at the recommendation (laughs) of Donald Trump. And Josh was given hydroxychloroquine. And now we know that it could have killed him. And back then, instead of hydroxychloroquine, they were bloodletting. So um, I don't know where I'm going with this story, but um, yeah, nope that took to bloodletting—dark
0: turn there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, nope,
1: it's, it's to, just, leeches. It's nope to leeches.
0: Thoroughly discredited.
1: <laughs> nope to bloodletting, but it's interesting to get this very much needed update on the death of a great master. And I feel like, given that um, Raphael. Died in 1520, maybe this coronavirus is a plague from Raphael rising from the dead 500 years later. Yeah, it's
0: his 500th year anniversary of his death. We should be celebrating yes. this and the fact that med- <laughs> medicine, medical reactions to pul- you know, cardiopulmonary problems has not advanced at all. We are still <laughs> treating it with the equivalent of leeches. Nope, yes. please. Nope, nope. nope. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Those are depressing. You know what I need now? What? I need some summer music series. Summer
1: music series, yes. yes.
0: we started on a lark and it has become a legacy. We are pushing on and today's selection is The King of Wishful Thinking by Go West, not to be confused with Northwest, the daughter of Kanye West. Okay, so uh, Go West uh, is a British band from London. Uh, they had one small hit before King of Witchful Thinking. It was called We Close Our Eyes. I don't know if you remember that song. It also has a weird video. And they only had a couple of smaller hits after this. So this was really their, their pinnacle. They weren't technically a one-hit wonder. So this was in 1990, and it was the theme song from Pretty Woman and it later appeared on their fourth album, Indian Summer. This song was, the, the video was a nominated for a Brit Award for Video of the Year. And even though it only hit number eight in the United States, its cultural impact far outweighs its chart position. Um, and if you go, they actually have a website that's still up, it's gowest.org. Not dot com dot wow, org. they're like a
1: non profit <laughs> yeah, foundation
0: e d u it's go west university <laughs> <laughs> and uh try, if you go the the website looks like it's vintage nineteen ninety same as the song so <clears throat> um in summer music series the songs are always less interested in the interesting than the video so let's talk about the videos uh the video and we love our cast of thousands pretty much every video we've talked about has a cast of thousands but this outdoes them all this has a cast of tens of thousands um, and I was just flabbergasted when I revisited this video. I don't know how I stumbled upon it. So, here is a little TikTok, a little play by play of what happens. So, the music starts, <clears throat> it's like that same bouncy 80s synth pad, um, and it's all on a white background. And uh, it starts with these like movie executives running around like looking at film reels in a pack like manically and you don't know what they're looking for and then a stretch limousine pulls up and a julia roberts look-alike comes opens the door and i guess what's supposed to be richard gear like from the movie comes out but it's the two guys from go west and they're in these oversized like 80s suits and it's like meet the band here they are And there's like a quick cut. And there's a lot of quick cuts in these videos with uh, wardrobe changes. So they're in these like David Byrne talking headsuits and they're quick cut and they're in mom jeans. Um, and then they start singing, and it's a nice. <laughs> what better introduction than a.
1: They're in dad jeans, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, mom jeans? Dad jeans. There's, there's no such thing as mom jeans.
1: <laughs> well, mom jeans are for women, dad jeans. No, I are know. For
0: they're, they're in mom they're jeans. Like they're
1: like high waisted, like. Yes, yes. yes. they yeah. look like
0: mom <laughs> jeans. Okay. So um, I don't know if you remember the beginning of the song. Uh, oh, here, I'll play the intro here, the, the first little uh, verse. Okay, so we were never carved in stone. When they say we were never carved in stone, huge boulders start falling <laughs> from the sky and they so start literal. dodging them. <laughs> the 80s videos are nothing if not literal. And then, apropos of nothing, giant women's legs, like literally the legs themselves are 20 feet tall in stilettos, start marching around the screen. Like clomping around. Like clomping like around a... and they're like, the, the band <laughs> is like dodging bobbing and weaving around the legs to avoid getting stepped on by these stilettos (laughs) Um, and then they then they start to bring in the cast then there are uh there's like six ballerinas in formation and then just behind them of course there are ice hockey players circling a goal and then they pull out and there's a string quartet of children and then there's a helicopter sort of bobbing and weaving holding a tape recorder was that what it was I thought it was like a drone and a camcorder i don 't no, know there's... it looked
1: like it looked like a beeper to me a beeper of course
0: well <laughs> it doesn 't matter some sort of obsolete obsolescent technology then there's now it starts getting weird then there 's Roy Orbison on a catamaran. Um, which might be, which of, of course, uh, which Why might not? be, a, which might be an Easter egg because he sings Pretty Woman in the movie's Pretty Woman, and then and then there's a crossing guard stopping traffic with a stop sign, but he's not stopping traffic for people to cross; he, it's for passing zebras, and they have a number of live zebras like crossing the street, helped by the crossing guards, um, and then of course that's followed by a mariachi band. So now that's just the first like two minutes of the four and a half minute song. Now it starts getting crazy. And as I was writing this little summary, I had there were so many quick cuts. I had to like stop YouTube every like 10 seconds and rewind and say like, wait, was that really whatever it was? And like they, they were coming so fast and loose. I, I didn't know what to do with it. So here's the list going down. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was a swarm of paparazzi in, uh, in like 1940s outfits and flashbulbs. There was like someone who's maybe King Lear, but they were kind of like Neptune of the sea. There's a life-size gorilla. There's like a Mr. Rogers sort of meets Robin Williams character jamming on the electric guitar. Then out comes a real-life elephant, which you think is crazy enough, and then he does a headstand. Um, then there's a brass band, an Elvis, a cowardly lion, Pope John Paul II, blessing the whole thing, (laughs) some sort of Saracen knight, a life-size playing card, like in Manchurian Candidate, a construction worker with a jackhammer, and a marine with carrying flowers, like Tom Cruise and a few good men, or like an officer and a gentleman, which might be another like romantic comedy. Easter I
1: have night. like a broader question about the <laughs> yeah. meaning of the lyrics of this song because it's like sort of like a lament about a breakup. And like, if this is like the person's reality, why is he worried about he's not going to be able to get over? this person it's like i'll get over you i know i will right like no he's delusional life, this- he's
0: he's witchful thinking he says i'll get <laughs> over you i know i will I'm the king of wishful thinking because I'm wishing something right. I know I'm not going to have.
1: But he's wishing for the elephant, or is the elephant in his real life, and he's wishing for the the. Have
0: you learned nothing? Have you learned nothing from the summer music series? Is that there is a complete disconnect from the visuals from the audience, except when it is brutally literal, like stones <laughs> like falling, the boulders. the boulders falling from the sky.
1: Okay. Um, okay, Okay. so on. the
0: finale, like any good one of these, there's a finale where everyone's back. The Pope, Elvis, Roy Orbison, Neptune of the Sea. And then in the last shot, just the two of them are sitting in easy chairs and they look like they're wrapping up the song. And then falling from the sky like boulders are kitchen sinks. And then it made me wonder, were they in on the joke the whole th- time? Is this video have everything but the kitchen sink? And then it has the kitchen sink.
1: Yes, I think that they. I think that they greenlit it at a meeting when everyone was on drugs, and then they watched the, the first cut and they were like, "What the fuck is this? This video has everything in the, what the kitchen sink." And then they decided to add that at the end.
0: Right, right. they were like, "We need, we need us we need, we focus grouped the video, and they love it, but they think it's a little random." I'm wondering it's if we
1: could.
0: <laughs> it's missing something. What can we add? I know. <laughs> it's got everything but the kitchen sink. Let's put in the kitchen sink. They did. They win. <laughs> this was another amazing video. It was another full. It was during another like recession. It was a full employment scheme for actors, but not just for actors. For animals too. It was it,
1: a whole zoo was employed. A whole zoo it was employed video.
0: now. <laughs> um, very often with summer music series we are the only ones who have noticed the wacky videos we highlight but in this case we were beaten to the punch by the one and only comedy genius jimmy fallon and a few years ago he did with paul rudd a shot by shot recreation of this video and they nailed almost every scene like they they had a cast of thousands this must have taken an insane budget Attention to detail. And, like, how is this worth it? This thing must have cost $3 million in like three months to produce, like, yeah. longer than the original video. And, like, good. To, I mean, I guess good for Jimmy Fallon's committed to his art, but. Sometimes
1: um, the art is worth it. <laughs> just for. <laughs> just for itself, just for... Um,
0: but I think I think the remake is as good as the original. So anyway, oh, so th- we'll
1: put that in there too. We'll we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. So it is notes. it
0: is actually a great pop song. It's very well written. There's a reason it's lasted, and it ain't the video. Um, it's very
1: catchy. I like it. Every oh, time yeah, I hear oh, it, I just yeah. want yeah. Yeah, they that's one of those like you at hear at the it. grocery store. You know, like, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's been graduated to like, at like CVS, Dwayne <laughs> Reed. That's on the Dwayne Reed like high rotation playlist. <laughs> it's very perky. Okay, so that is our summer music series. Thank you for listening. Please listen to the song; you will love it. Watch the video. We're glad we could bring a little uh, music into your terrible summer. Thanks, Rachel. You seem to like this one. You like when you when I suggested this one to you. You like this song.
1: I was very excited, yeah, because I, I I have always liked the song. I mean it the movie was always exciting and <laughs> I don't know if it was exciting. <laughs> it
0: doesn't age well, actually. I've watched it recently. No, it's, it's not it's very
1: it is... sexist and uh, the um what's his name? The guy who plays George Costanza. Jason Alexander. Um, Jason Alexander. He plays the friend of Richard Gere, who's yeah. like gross and like sexually harasses Julia Roberts. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. move on. Let's, <laughs> okay. Let's
0: move on to enough film criticism for today. um Let's move on to your yups These are the little rays of light, little beacons of hope that got us through the week. Rachel, why don't you go first?
1: Yeah. I have a pretty serious yup. So um, today, Donald Trump announced that he's sending more federal troops to Chicago and various other unnamed cities to allegedly protect the peace um, under Operation Legend, is what they're calling it. But it's really a smokescreen to distract from his failures when it comes to the coronavirus and a million other crimes, and it's dangerous and horrible. It's state-sponsored terrorism. And it's just been really hard to watch. But um, there is a bright spot here. This all started in Portland. And I've been really inspired and uplifted by the images and videos of this um, wall of moms in Portland. And they formed a barrier every day to protect the protesters from this disgusting goon squad that was sent in from the federal government. Um, And some people have made the point on the internet that the wall of moms isn't inclusive because it plays on this stereotype that mothers are somehow more caring than people who don't have children. And um, it's an interesting point that I can understand. But also, this is not like a group of Karens. Like their website says we are a group of W-O-M-X-N and non-binary mother identifying folks with an X. Um, It's very inclusive. And I think it's a really powerful symbol and kind of almost subverts the stereotype of motherhood while acknowledging um, white privilege, which, you know, most of the moms in these photos happen to be white, but they're using that privilege to protect other people, which is interesting. And, uh, you know, and I also give an honorary up to Oregon Governor Kate Brown, who gave a news conference today where she did not hold back. She said, we cannot have secret police abducting people and putting them in unmarked vehicles. I cannot believe I have to say this to the President of the United States. So I just say thank you to the Wall of Moms. Thank you to Governor Kate Brown. Um, yep, to, yep, to all of you and keep, keep going.
0: Well said, well said. Mine is much lighter it's musical also, since I'm in a okay, music good. frame of mind. Yeah. So, um, you know, that thing where like, you know, a band like very early on and you're like, I knew them before they were popular. It's like, you know, like pop uh, for example. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you well,
1: tell them by the way, about our podcast. I'm not, last I'm not week. telling, <laughs> I'm
0: waiting until I hear back from them.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, I experienced this week the opposite, which is a guy in a band that have been around for literally 25 years, and I just like figured out that they were a thing. And it's like this revelation, because you realize you have this 25-year catalog of music for this new act that you like, and you have all of that to explore. So this is Michael Franti and Spearhead um you may or may not know that name uh but uh there's sort of like a happy almost reggae world music vibe it's very upbeat um, and uh, this guy has been making music for 25 years. He's famous also, he hasn't worn shoes in 25 years. Um, <clears throat> I don't love his politics, but you, when you hear his music, you'll get what I'm saying. He has a new single called, I Got You. It is the perfect summer song. It's this trippy video with him and his real life glowingly beautiful wife, just naturally dancing around the house and a pool and you just want to dance with them. And I just like, I want this to be my life. So we'll link to it in the show notes. Maybe I'll play it as the outro. Um, cause it will cheer you up from this terrible, terrible week. Rachel, you want to listen to it for me? Uh,
1: yeah, I'll listen to it. Okay, sure. it's,
0: it's better than pamplemousse, I promise you, at least more to okay. your taste. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, well, um, that comes to the end of this podcast. It's been a terrible week, but really fun to record this. If you enjoyed, please rate, subscribe, review. We are on all the podcast platforms. Until next week, this has been Nope,
1: the podcast where we shut it down. Baby, I got you. sell the house and give away the money